Though God is a powerful leader, he's also a gentle shepherd. Isaiah 40.11 says, He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. In his book, Psalm 23, the song of a passionate heart, David Roper writes, God knows our pace. He knows when grief, pain, and loneliness overwhelm us. He knows when the full realization of our limitations come home to us. He knows when we're shamed and broken and unable to go on. God does not drive his sheep. He gently leads them. Today on Grace Notes, Barbara Sandbeck will describe how God leads us as we continue with our study of the 23rd Psalm. Psalm 23, 3b says, He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. There are three questions we need to ask about this statement. First, how does God lead us? What are the paths of righteousness? And what does for his name's sake mean? Let's think of life as a journey. We travel many roads and make many decisions to get to our destination. Without directions, we're in the dark. In our ministry, we drive many miles. I get directions from someone at the church we're going to and from the Internet. But most of the time, the directions written by people are far superior to those from the Internet. Why? Because people are familiar with the roads. They've been there. A person who leads is one who shows the way by going in advance of you. He encounters the obstacles first and steers you away from them. Jesus does this for us. He's like the shepherd who clears the pasture of poisonous grass and snakes before letting the sheep go in. The ways or paths of the Lord are righteous or right ways, but his ways are foreign to us. In Isaiah 55, 8, the Lord says, My thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. How can we be led then? 1 Corinthians 2.11 says that no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Verse 12 says that believers in Christ receive the Spirit of God. And verse 16 states that through the Spirit we have the mind of Christ. Jesus said in John 8.12, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. God reveals His will through the Holy Spirit and through His Word. Psalm 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. As we read the Bible and listen for the voice of the Lord, the Holy Spirit will guide us to the path on which we should walk. We'll learn to hear only His voice the same way sheep do their shepherd. The Lord is the perfect direction giver because he's been there before and he's cleared the way to our eternal home. That reminds me of the words to a familiar hymn. I must needs go home by the way of the cross. There's no other way but this. I shall ne'er get sight of the gates of light if the way of the cross I miss. I must needs go on in the blood-sprinkled way, the path that the Savior trod. If I ever climb to the heights sublime, where the soul is at home with God, the way of the cross leads home. The way of the cross leads home. 
It is sweet to know, as I onward go, the way of the cross leads home. There are days when heaven seems so far away, a dream almost too good to be true. Forget the vows I made Then I wander far away When the road from Bethlehem to Calvary Seems much too long and far too hard to climb Then I hear him gently say Follow me, I am the way Don't look back
What does the phrase, for his namesake, mean? It means because of his nature. You see, God is righteous. He'll never lead us anywhere where he knows we will fall. So to prevent us from getting involved with harmful things, he sometimes sets up blockades. His intent is to protect us and the family name. When we accept Christ as our Savior, we take on the name Christian. Our walk will either point people to Christ or away from Him. God's reputation is at stake with every choice we make. Think of it this way. As parents, we try to steer our children away from evil. We're grieved when they disobey. It can defame our family name. Oh, how grieved God must be at our wrong decisions. When we go through God's barriers, we're in the danger zone of temptation. I think when Jesus said in his model prayer, Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, he meant for us to say, Lord, do whatever it takes to keep me from sinning. This may mean that God will hem us in and foil our plans. King David wrote in Psalm 139, You hem me in, behind and before. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your right hand will hold me fast. So, what is our part in this process? We're commanded in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 to trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. Proverbs 4.26 says that when it's time to make a choice, make level or consider the paths for your feet and take only ways that are firm. Do not swerve to the right or to the left. Keep your foot from evil. What can we expect when we follow his leading? Oh, not necessarily easy street, but surely protection from accidents because there's no such thing as an accident with God. My husband Dale and I sometimes walk together for exercise. Walking hand in hand makes the journey so much more bearable and safe. If we walk in God's ways, we walk hand in hand with Him. Psalm 37, 23 and 24 says, If the Lord delights in a man's way, He makes His steps firm. Though He stumble, He will not fall. For the Lord upholds Him with His hand. I can for I need
Grace Notes. For more information about this ministry, write to Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Falston, Maryland 21047, or email us through our website at www.gracenotesradio.com. Join us on our next program. Until then, let your Grace Notes be a song of praise.